And you know what that means. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Generational Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's yours truly, the 26-year-old piece of gold, the franchise, a.k.a. the showstopper. And with me, as always, I got my tag team partners, my brothers, my family, me and Manos, introducing first up. He is the human encyclopedia of wrestling, the flawless phenomenon. Oh, Joe ready, knows you everything. Know, like flawless Joey V. How you doing? You, you like that, huh? <laughs> I like it. I like it. And across the way, as always, here's the Carmel Cody, the light-skinned Teddy Pendergrass, a.k.a. Mr. 1, 2, 3. Pin that ass down, oh, KBC, a.k.a. 2 Kimbro. Bro, through. how you doing? All right, man. Well, hey, let's treat this thing like Aleister Black and the Jobber and knock it out with a black mask, A.K. Breezy. All right, man. man. So, so that SmackDown, SmackDown recap, recap, man. You know, folks, we, we have our feelings about SmackDown. You know, we, we want to put that out there. Uh, the show consistently has not been great. There's been stories that just, it just not, the flow of the show just is terrible. After watching AEW and NXT, it's kind of hard to watch SmackDown. Uh, so what we're going to do is, man, I'm going to run down some of the matches and I'm going to ask y'all y'all thoughts on it. And, you know, we're just going to, we're going to keep it pushing. Cool. Yep. Yo. Yep. Cool. Oh, man. Damn weather. You hear me? Yeah. Yo, yo, I'm down. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Will you hear me? Yeah. Oh, they, they, yeah, I got just trying to. Okay. All right. it, it, yes. <laughs> I was y'all wasn't responding. Back. It, it was like the no, the thing came up. Cool. It was uh, it was it was loaded. My bad, y'all. Uh, edit that out a little bit. Uh, <laughs> no, for some <laughs> no, for some okay. reason, um, I got that trying to reconnect sign coming up on my phone with, for the app. Um. So the first match was uh, probably it was just my phone. It was just a connection. It was a connection issue. Um, Yeah, whatever. (laughs) All right, man. So the first match, the first match was the New Day and the Usos versus the uh, Miz and Morrison versus Rude and uh, Ziggler. You know, we got the new souls and the new day bragging about being six time champions. But, you know, them boys can get that work. New day basically said, yeah, y'all great, but we seven time. We better than y'all. And, you know, they hint that, you know, possibly one on one. But, you know, that's that was probably like the kind of best part about that little segment. Then we move on to the match. Guys, any thoughts towards this match? For me, it was a basic eight man tag. Wasn't really nothing special. Flawless. Any thoughts? Uh. Yeah, you know, um, it was not bad. You know, I watched the match fully. You know, um, it was all right. My only complaint is the Uso saying, like, yeah, super kick party. I'm like, yeah, that's the Young Bucks thing. Why are you stealing from them? <laughs> you know, like, come that, on, man. Like, I understand you guys. I thought I was the only one that don't do that. Yeah, I'm like, you guys got super kicks, but not like the Young Bucks. All right, now, I right. love to see you versus the Young Bucks in a match. Don't get me wrong. But also, I would love to see New Day versus the Usos again. But this match was not bad. It is for what it was. You know, the four of the top top four SmackDown tag teams. I mean, I want to say the Revival in there, but, you know, they're not being used. So I want to say top four tag teams going at it. Probably maybe for, you know, of course, Miz and Morrison versus the New Day at Super Showdown for the tag team titles. So it was a not bad opening match with the tag team match. Franchise? Yo, 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 man, I'm going to keep it real, man. Okay, I'm going to keep it 100 with you, all right? 
Nah, <laughs> the match was cool. It was okay. Um, like Flawless said, man, it, it kind of was what it was. It was an okay match. Not good, not bad. Just, you know, it seemed like they just had four groups out there that needed to do something with them. So what do we do in WWE? We just throw them in the tag team match. So, uh, yeah, it was cool, man. It was a decent match. And I, I like the the hinting of a, you know, a story being told between, you know, the New Day and uh the Usos, so you know, okay, you never know that's we that at uh, you know, Up next, man. Uh, of course, the Usos of the New Day picked up the victory. You know, it, it only made sense that you know they picked up the victory. They got a <clears> match <throat> coming up that they're going to lose. So <laughs> clearly, uh, we, we're going to see new tag team champions. Uh, next up, man, we got Daniel Bryan walking in the back. Now, I'm not going to lie. When Drew Gulak walked up, I thought, "Ooh, Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. I'm down with that." But that's not what we got. We got. Uh, Drew, we got a uh, uh, Brian versus uh, Heath Slater again, and I I just totally just blacked out on that one. <laughs> uh, moving on next, we got a recap for. Well, uh, are sorry. we gonna? You're not gonna talk about the match at all. We'll, we'll talk about the match, oh, okay, but okay, it, okay, I didn't know. I, you know, we'll run through it though. But uh, next up, uh, we got the of course the highlights of what happened with Otis and Mandy Rose from last week. Uh, and then also we get a interview with Lacey Evans and I, I got to talk about this interview. I like something about this interview and it was the fact that they harped on how Lacey Evans came into WWE. The question was, you know, you have a, a stance on being bullied, but not too long ago, you were that type of person that was coming in and kind of being that bully. And how do you feel about being that someone and now being in a different position? I like the way they brought it up on how she was presented when she first came out. So even though we haven't really been high on the Lacey Evans kind of feud with Bailey or whatever, uh, I did like that little bit of truth that, you know, you acknowledge something that someone actually did prior, you know, that WWE doesn't really do that too much. So I thought that was a good, uh, it was a good interview. It was pretty good. Any thoughts on that guys? Uh, I liked it. Uh, I forget what's that word she used, hussy or whatever. What was it? Uh, 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 I can't remember the word she used, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like I like how she brought that up. Like, oh, you know, it can mean a different thing. You know, it doesn't have to be all bad. You know? Yeah, nasty. Yeah, nasty. Right. nasty. Are you talking about what she called? What's that? Nasty. I like how she brought that up. Like how you know, you know, we could mean in like a. You know, uh, stop being a nasty, you know, like not like bullying and meanish. But so I like how they did that. I did like this interview with her. I thought it was one of her best ones that she has done in a while. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Fresh eyes. I like the interview. Uh, I agree with you guys. It, it, it's clear with Lacey Evans, and we said this already, it's kind of like the John Cena effect in a way. Uh, there, it's no secret. She used to be a former U.S. Marine. So you can tell, man, you know, they're definitely pushing uh, this agenda with her as, you know, she's that all-American woman. You know, with Cena, when he first did the Marine movie, from that point forward, you know, he became known as, you know, that guy that WWE, you know, he was the face of WWE, but he was also a very strong, avid, known supporter of the troops. Everything he did was, you know, super patriotic and political. And I feel like that's where they're going with Lacey's character. Uh, this was a better promo. Um, my thing is, I just hope they don't 
have to keep running the fact that she was a Marine into the ground. It's like, okay, we get it. We understand this is why you're behind her. All right, cool. Let her do her thing, but you don't have to keep reminding us every five seconds. You know, you're a well, Marine. You, know what, you, you know overcame what this addiction. We get it. Lead to her well, being in the Marine 96. <laughs> like the mid 96 <laughs> through 105. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, overall, man, like I said, the, the promo was good and it felt very natural. I liked the, how they had to sit down with her and Renee. It, it just felt natural. She wasn't out in front of the people. She seemed more. Yeah, especially elegant, with that man. Southern so twin. And I, I think, you know, her also explaining, you know, she's from the South. You know, we we, we have a different way of saying things. Oh, so it just, just, it. <laughs> just, just, oh, man. Right. Right. So just. Just those little nuggets of, you know, realism, you know, something like you say, WWE don't really do too much with promos or interviews with people. I thought that was really great for her in this week. Um, so moving on next up, man, we got the Symphony of Destruction. And I got to say something, man. Uh, well, you, this this wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I still hate the fact that they're making me believe that. Elias is not a better fighter or wrestler than Shinsuke and Cesaro. I hated this, but there were little things about this match. It was all over the place, but it, it, it was a little entertaining. Um, of course, Strowman and, and, and um, Elias picked up the victory, but uh, I it, it was okay. It, you know, it wasn't nothing too crazy. Braun Strowman got suplexed on top of a, a cello. Uh, then Cesaro got tossed on a... a he got tossed on a piano, which I thought was going to break, but it didn't break. So hey, there were little things about it. Uh, franchise, any thoughts on the Symphony of Destruction? Yeah. I did, I, so I didn't like the match per se. And it, was, it wasn't that it was a bad match. I just, I'm just over the people that was in it. Um but yo, shout out to the craftsmanship on that piano because I don't know how that didn't break. I just knew that shit was gonna break. But overall, it was okay, man. It it, it was what it was. Braun Strowman and uh, don't be Macho so, Man. Don't Elias be disrespectful to Macho up. Man. Man, when you have Elias doing the elbow drop, that's a disrespect. So sorry, <laughs> man. But, well, yeah, that is true. I agree, man. I'm tired of these four men like fighting and this feud to be over with. Uh. I'm more upset the way that they're using Braun. He's a monster among men. Let him be a monster. Come on, creative. Like, let him be a monster. You know, have him destroy people. I mean, he's the Intercontinental Champion, and you're making him look like a joke. Would it be a better story? Would it be something we're more interested in if it was just uh, Sami Zayn, Nakamura, and, and Cesaro versus Strowman himself? Sure, yeah. Two on one? Hell yeah. Well, three on one because you well two on one, but you know you got you got to add Sammy as far as you know outside interference. So it's like really three on one, but just if, if that was more of the story that it's going to take these three guys to beat up this one guy, I think that kind of gives back that monster mentality yep. to Braun. But clearly they they want to throw Elias in it because you know, he can't really have great matches. Uh, French, uh, you get your thoughts, franchise. Um, yeah, I, I just wish they would really do that than to, than to do what they're doing now. Uh, moving up next, man, we get, of course, the uh, officialness that we're going to have this steel cage match. Roman Reigns, King Corbin. Uh, eh, eh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it's, I, I'm kind of done with the rivalry, but we'll see where it goes. Uh, Draw collar. 
<laughs> Lord. Uh, next up, man, of course, we get Corbin. He cuts a promo in the back, basically talking about how he's going to beat Roman and all that, blah, blah, blah. We get, of course, a moment of bliss where this was the one thing I definitely did not like about the show. I understand who they are. I understand that they have a following. I understand that they are popular in the in the company. I hate that they're getting inducted in when I feel like there's a few other women that should be getting inducted ahead of them. Um, and I'm talking about Bree and Nikki Bella. They are the new inductees for the 2020 Hall of Fame. Uh, I just, yeah, okay. My issue is I know Nikki Bella is only longest reigning dealer because she was dating John Cena. Like that was the only like she didn't she was not that great of a wrestler to be the longest reigning uh, divas champion in WWE history. Uh, she she did not fit that qualification, but we all understood why she got it. So we understand why she's in. Of course, Breeze, the former champion, so you know they they've had some good run ins, but they never put on great matches. They were never. That. I don't think Bree was ever a women's champion. She didn't win the win. I could have thought she won a Divas Championship once. I don't think I could have thought, thought she had it one time. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I know Bree's won. I mean, I know Nikki's won it maybe two or three yeah. times, but uh I, I thought Bree had uh won one. But I I mean, yeah, if you were just another five or six years down the line, sure, maybe. But right now, I, I just feel like you they're more of a celebrity induction than they mm-hmm. are a wrestling induction uh flawless your thoughts on that i agree with you on that celebrity because i think they did more for the totals diva show than what they did in their actual career to justify being in the hall of fame like i get upset because i mean i know it's been thrown around that the british bulldog is going to be inducted it's not official yet but my thing is owen hart i mean we know why owen hart his you know former you know his wife you know says no but what about demolition i mean look at that tag team you know, one oh. of the greats, they're not inducted. You know, like all these other wrestlers that you're like, hold on. Even women's, like, what about Molly? I mean, not Molly. Uh, yeah, Molly Holly. What about her? Right. You know, what about, say, uh, uh, I'll say Tori did more than her. You know, what about Sable? I mean, come on. Like, seriously. Yeah, like, I, I, I agree. I think this is just more of like a, I think the Bellas did more for Total Divas. You know, with the celebrity status than that what they did in the ring. <laughs> yeah, that that is the I totally agree with that. Franchise, your thoughts, bro. Yeah, same, same here. Um the but yeah, it's kinda like you guys said, man. They when I when I think of the Bella twins, I think of them more as, as a brand, really. Uh, if you think about it, and just all their endeavors, I mean, they got the wine, they got the clothing line, but as far as wrestling goes, what is your last actual memory of the Bellas? You get what I'm saying? As far as in the ring. Uh, Nikki, she's been hurt. Uh, Bree, she she was pregnant, and she's taking some time uh, to kind of, you know, step back out the spotlight. Uh, they came in, what, 2009? It's 2020 now, and for the last three, four years, they really haven't done much as far as wrestling so they didn't have a super long in-ring career to begin with and then it's kind of like you know like you said what we remember from really isn't so much the wrestling but more the celebrity status that they've acquired thanks to wrestling but i mean congratulations i'm not hating but like you guys said 
I feel like even as, you know, the youngest on the podcast, I feel like there's so many more women that I know of that probably deserve that ballot. I'm, I'm going to add one more, I'm, know, I'm gonna add one more before name before you go flawless. I'm going to add Mickey James. Why can't yeah. she be at yeah. the Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Now, now, Mickey, yes, because she was around oh, during the Trish Stratus. Well, no, a little bit earlier than that, like three or four. Like 2003 yeah. or four, she came in. Okay, so you're talking about a woman that's been there damn near 20 years. If anybody should have been there, they definitely, you I know what, Mickey, Rousey yes. More yes. In the Mickey and Molly, for sure. wrestling ring than the Bella Twins have. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> most definitely. Oh, most definitely. Well, well, she's yeah. definitely going into the Hall of Fame. But it, the question it'll be is a while. If she her, comes back, definitely. I, I don't know if they want to put her in just yet because she may come back. But Yeah, I know, uh, but I'm just saying like her time, like she's done more in the WWE in the ring in one year yeah. than the yeah. Bellas did in their time. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I totally agree with that. Uh, really quick, before you guys move on, because uh, I know Flawless did that. Let me ask you guys a question just while it's on my mind. So do you think and 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 this is where I want to see how much of an impact you guys think Ronda had. Um, not discrediting the other women at all, but do you think if Ronda Rousey never came to WWE, do you think women would be main would have main evented WrestleMania as early as they did? When I say as early as they did, I know it's been over thirty WrestleManias, but do you think it would have happened already? By now, or do you think that would still be something I'm going to say in the making? Yes, only if the Becky Lynch storyline continued without her. If 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 the Becky Lynch heel turn, but face turn, and and Charlotte, you if you build Charlotte to be, you know who she is, and you and you have Becky, you know, be who she was. I maybe. It, if they not if they're not the last match, there might be the second to last match. But I I, I think they could have Becky Lynch's uh, star power was rising, and she wasn't really going back and forth with Ronda that much. She had that one episode on Raw, and then she got hurt, and then after that, she was just kind of going back and forth with uh, Charlotte. She was mentioning Ronda, but she, it was really more about her and Charlotte. I think they could have put that as the main event. Would it had the star power? No, because of you. You're missing Ronda, but I'm going to say maybe. I'm going to give it a maybe. I think that was the only time we'll ever see women main event WrestleMania because of what the magnitude, because both belts were on the line. You had Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda going at it. And the the story built up to it. And, of course, Ronda's star power helped it. Now, I don't, like that being said, I don't think we see another women's main event unless it's Ronda versus Becky, say, next year. So even with the star power of uh, like Becky Lynch, but even more notably Charlotte Flair, you you don't think that there's you no have... way in the media future no. that even without Ronda or Shane or anybody with that that UFC or that not, fighter not, background, not you, you, no, you don't see another WrestleMania with women. You really want to see it, and I mean yeah. both belts yeah. on the line. And even if you take Ronda out of that match, but you still leave both belts on the line, I think that would have given it a main event. But to to you know to go along with flawless and and, and to answer your question, um, no, I don't. It, it really depends on the story, like flawless said. It really depends on 
who you have and how big they are, how how much like Becky Lynch was 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 owning the show. She shows up. It was like Becky Lynch promo. All right. Everybody wanted to hear what she had to say. Everybody tuned into it. It's like you got to you got to get that type of attention. And if you're not getting that type of attention, then no, I would not put that on as the main event, especially for a show like that, because it's so long. What was the issue with the main event last year? Well, it was a good main event. The ending sucked or people didn't like the ending the way it went, but people were tired and people had no energy for the match. So it's like when it came on, it was like, yeah, we want to see it. But it's like, man, we're so ready for the show to be over. Uh, So I would I would say maybe a SummerSlam, maybe a Survivor Series, maybe a Royal Rumble. Uh, But as far as another WrestleMania without a a star, star power like Ronda Rousey, I I can't see it happening for a WrestleMania main event. That's why I say it'd either be Becky and Ronda, maybe main event. How about this? Ronda and Shayna Baszler. How about that story built to WrestleMania? (laughs) Yeah, you, yeah. I think you could do that. I think you could. Yeah, put their friends part of the Whew. four horsewoman, you know, and do that. Woo. Yeah. Hey guys, are we ever gonna get the four horsewoman yeah, versus, versus the four horsewoman coming up? <laughs> well, if Rhonda comes back, sure. Yeah. And I, I don't know what the other two are gonna do, how they're gonna be. <laughs> we only know two of the four horsewomen from the MMA side to be good. We not, we're not sure about the other two. So you got two on four right now. You don't have a full four on four uh match. So I I mean I, I mean you'll have four, but you'll know who will be eliminated first. Right, exactly. <laughs> or you know who'll take the pin. You you know who's gonna take the loss. But uh yeah, I mm, I wanna say yes because I wanna have hope for it. I want to see it at least one time. Uh, WWE should do it. You you have all these women under contract. Do it. Like like, go ahead and put the story together. But it already depends if Ronda comes back. If if she don't come back, then there's no chance we'll ever see it. But if she comes back, there's a good chance we'll we'll be able to see it. I ain't gonna lie, man. I didn't like Ronda in MMA. I was always a hater of her. I was like, man, she's only one dimensional. Like, she doesn't have striking, and that was proved in her last two fights. But, you know, it's funny, man. With her in WWE, she fits. Like, I'm like, damn, I kind of miss Ronda. It's like a different yeah. vibe when Ronda's out there. <laughs> because you know how you know she's legit. You know yeah, this is a legit yeah. woman that can go out there and kick just about anybody's ass. Because Shayna was an MMA fighter before. Exactly. and But you know, you've seen Ronda and you know how respected she is. Even on the men's side, men respect the hell out of her because she can go and knock them the hell out. So, uh, yeah, just that I I wasn't so much as a big MMA fan for Ronda. I I was, but I wasn't. It was like, yeah, I want to see her do more. She was tapping bitches out. Like, she was was taking them out. But until, you know, she got up to, uh, who was that, Uh, Holly or Ham? Yeah, Holly Holm, uh, head kicker. And then Amanda Nunes dispatched her in 30 seconds. Right. So it was like. Yo, yo, but she had a great run. But she had a what? great run. She, she, she established the women's division in UFC to the point where it's res- it's more respected. And now you have more women that are like her that are knocking other women out and could possibly knock out dudes. So, yeah, the, her star power is definitely missed in WWE. <laughs> What'd you say, Frank? <laughs> Nah, I was I was saying it was funny the way you said dispatcher. Like you she was talking on the walkie talkie. 
That's what she did. She <laughs> like, just, just smash that, that ass and keep it pushing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, but her star power <laughs> brought some much needed attention to the women's division in WWE, and uh, it, it it definitely would be great to have her now. The only problem is. We know none of the women in WWE can stand up to her. <laughs> it was only like one or two, and we we still waiting to see Oscar versus Ronda if we'll ever get that. Yeah, yeah. We're still waiting to see Becky. Uh, we know what Charlotte can do. Honestly, I would love another rematch where it's more something more on the line. It's not just a Survivor Series kind of gimmick match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want a more of a storyline, you know, in depth match with those two. But uh, yeah, there's really only two or three top. You know, Nia Jax maybe Oscar. You know Charlotte, they, they can probably handle Ronda better than any other woman on that roster, uh, and, and Shayna. You know, besides Shayna. Yep. Man, look, Nia out here looking thicker than two peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> All right, man, we gonna bread, keep pushing. You look like two butter butters standing next to each other. <laughs> hey, crutch, 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 baby, crutch, crutch, delicious. All right, man. So we get the Drew B. Hey, I'm no, sorry, we get the uh, Daniel Bryan versus Heath Slater match. Flawless. You 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 wanted to touch on this match, man. Daniel Bryan won, and you know in minutes, <laughs> Drew Gulak. I you know he <laughs> he's a fool. Heath Slater, man. He uh, you know it's just a shame, man. <laughs> what what did you want to talk about about this match, Flawless? So I wanted to say this. I saw a report that. Daniel Bryan is is close friends with both of these two wrestlers. And he has pitched to creative to use them more on TV. And now you're seeing what's happening. Uh, so I think we will get a Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak match. Not mm-hmm. sure when, but I think that's what's building towards it. And you could thank Daniel Bryan for that. Thank you, Daniel Bryan, because uh, <laughs> like I said, when I see him, when I see uh, Drew Gulak, Walk up to Daniel Bryan. I just knew, oh, my God, we're going to get another great match. Yes, thank you. You're doing something with Daniel Bryan. He's just not out here beating up jobbers. He's actually doing something. And then they swerved me, and they gave me Heath Slater again. So now that you explain that, that makes sense to why we got it. I'm hoping maybe next week or something we'll get that potential, you know, Drew versus uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, franchise, any thoughts or you good? Yeah, I'm going to make it quick. I, like you said, I was swerved, but I do want to see uh, Drew Gulak versus Daniel Bryan. I did think Drew Gulak's commentary, though, was quite funny. I was yeah, he's, he's a bit of a character. That's a, that, that's for damn show. Uh, next up, man, we get Mandy Rose standing by the door. Uh, she's standing there like she's waiting on somebody. Dolph walks up. She, you know, she says she's waiting on someone, you know, or she's waiting on a ride. And he says, hey, you can ride with me. And, you know, she says, okay, cool. And I don't know. This is the thing I hated. Why have Tucker, I'm sorry, why have Otis standing behind while she's standing there by herself way before Dolph even walks up? Like it would have been better if he just like, if he was walking up like he did the week before him coming out the back, it was kind of stalkish. Like, like I understand you mad, but it, it, but I I feel like they could have did something a little different with that. Any thoughts on that uh, franchise? I, I'm gonna go out on the limb. I'm going to pull a U. I'm going to uh, take a chance. I'm going to say that some way, somehow, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking there's going to be a match between Otis and Dolph Ziggler, and I think some way, somehow, Mandy's going to cost Dolph the match. 
I think Mandy's playing Dolph. I might be wrong. Uh, I think that's what the story was. Earlier in the show, I think they said, well, you didn't text him or somebody texted something. I think Sonya Deville is the one behind that. So... Oh, uh, Tucker had mentioned that you, she, somebody, she had sent a text that she was running late or, you know, something, you know, where, you know, he had to, you know, he had to take more time getting there and he couldn't show up on time. And they were like, well, I didn't, I didn't send no text. I didn't do anything like that. So it could be Sonya Deville. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, now that you say that, cause I was thinking Ooh. Dolph did it, but Sonya Deville is a lot closer to Mandy Rose. She would have the access mm-hmm. to be able to do some of those things. So, um, I, I I'm now leaning more towards Sonya Deville uh, working with Ziggler, you know, yeah. to mess over. Uh, over. But like, and you know what I thought about too? Hold on, really quick. You remember when when Sonya she was like, "Yeah, Dolph Ziggler is more the Mandy Rose type anyway." Then Mandy kind of looked at her like, "What's that supposed to mean?" So, so I, when I, I might be uh, something. Otis was right behind the boxes and he pokes his head up, you know, we're like, "Come on, man!" He's been there the whole time. It would have been better if he was. Walking up, and he saw Mandy leave with Dolph instead yeah. of just sitting there. I mean, it's just terrible. Yeah, and it was, and and, and that's when I'm like, oh man, like really, like why was he just cre- he was creeping? Like, you, you, no, man, you didn't. I, I I I didn't need to see that. And then with the hair all like I I didn't mind the hair. It was just you've been standing there all this time. Like that was a long time before Dolph walked up. But yeah, I, I agree with you, man. They they could have did something different there. Hey. Hey, you ever uh, seen those uh, tag team titles that they wear, like the YOLO tag team titles? Who? Uh, Tucker and Otis. No, I haven't seen them. There's like these, they're like these cardboard titles that they wear that they used to wear called YOLO Tag Team County, YOLO County Tag Team Champions. <laughs> Man, let me tell you, somebody <laughs> in this belt group on Facebook, okay, I'm not gonna say who, had a YOLO County Tag Team title actually made. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, what the? That is commitment, folks. That <laughs> is love for this business. That's how crazy and retarded we are as as, as fans for wrestling. <laughs> All right, man. So moving on, man. We get the number one contendership for the SmackDown Women's Championship. We get uh <laughs> we, we get Carmella versus Naomi, but prior to getting to the match, we got a backstage segment with uh Seamus pretty much cutting the same promo he's been cutting. Uh, we get uh, Shorty G and Apollo Crews, and they're talking about what they need to do and, you know, all that other stuff. And then we get the number one contenders match, Carmella versus Naomi. Um, ah, man, I they, re- they really <laughs> tried to make Carmella look legit. Um, they really They really set up. And they they went out their way to set up look making her look legit. Um, I felt like Naomi should have probably won this match a little quicker than she did. Uh, Bailey trying to, I, I like the fact that Bailey was showing more interest in Naomi losing than she did about Carmella. Like you, she already beat Carmella, so it's just like, oh, well, I know I can beat her, but I don't want to beat Naomi. And because Naomi mentioned that Bailey hasn't never beaten her, so. I like that they built on that. Uh, that was probably the one thing I really did like about this match. Uh, she got tossed out for doing nothing, which, you know, I eh, I thought that was a little bit stupid. But uh, flawless. I'll come to you with it, Matt. Uh, what did you think of the match? <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm going to rip into these suckers. All right, man. First of all, the match sucked, okay? I'm going to give you some points. 
Carmella has her submission victory on Naomi. Her submission victory is not on Naomi fully, so Naomi pulls Carmella's leg down to get her get her leg under her chin. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. that's freaking noticeable. Right. And then I told you guys, so I was watching this on my phone. I didn't watch it Friday night. So Saturday, I was watching it on my phone. Thank God I did. Because when Naomi went up top for the blockbuster, you hear the referee say, blockbuster, looked at Carmelo and said, blockbuster, blockbuster. And then Naomi hit it, and then you hear Michael Cole like, Naomi with the blockbuster. I was like, whoa, hold on. Hold on. How come I heard that more than once? So I had to rewind it a few times. I'm like, man, you could blatantly see, hear the ref tell Carmella as she's getting up blockbuster blockbuster like come on man like seriously like that's how terrible this match was like you got to do better than that <laughs> okay yeah I, I i agree with you man franchise only thing i know is naomi is f-a-b-o-l-o-u-s she's fabulous i didn't care about the match yeah but i want to say that terrible Hold on, hold on, hold on, don't you dare disrespect Naomi. Naomi ain't terrible, man. It's just look, look who she look. You only as good as your dance partner, okay? It ain't her fault, Listen man. Here, she man. getting placed when in these she matches. Gets rid of that Macy Gray hair, then she'll be good. I actually like the I, I actually like the hair more than I like the braids. Foxy Cleopatra. That's what she is. She Foxy Cleopatra. Yeah, that's that. That's. Yeah. That's that black girl magic. There you go. <laughs> All right, man. So next like up, we get uh, Bob Ross here. You know, <laughs> some Bob Ross. You tripping? <laughs> All right, man. So we get the last. Uh, we get the. You know, I guess the main event, the last segment of the night. We get Goldberg, who actually showed up to the show, and you know he comes out and you basically just let it be known. You know, Bray Wyatt, I'm not for your games. I'm not for your. You know, your tricks. He says this is plain and simple. I'm, you're next. I'm going to beat your ass. And I'm going to win the Universal Championship. De- uh, uh, <laughs> my God, man. Bray Wyatt is just <laughs> this dude, man. <laughs> I, I, look, I don't know it, what the thought process is on him right now as far as the company standpoint. Um, I don't know if they still have faith in him as this character. It seems to me people are still over with the Fiend. Um, I don't want to believe the reports that he's going to lose this match. Like, I, I don't, for me, I feel like you buried Kevin Owens when you had Goldberg beat him. Like, I understand it's Goldberg. I, I, I get it. But I felt like Kevin Owens should have won on disqualification against Goldberg. Like, you, you could have did something different, but that set Kevin Owens back. When he took that loss, he wasn't no longer in the main event picture. They put him in the tag team, and they had him doing little BS feuds with other people. So he never really got another opportunity. And, you know, the storyline with him and Chris Jericho didn't really finish out the way people wanted it. Um, I don't want to see that happen to Bray Wyatt. We've already seen that happen to him once. I don't want to see that again, especially, you know, for for Goldberg, who's not going to be there less than Brock Lesnar is. So um, the Fiend comes out, Goldberg gives him a spear. Uh, The Fiend sits up. And then, you know, lights go out, he disappears. And, you know, Goldberg is sitting there laughing. Show goes off. Franchise, your thoughts, man. 
I liked how when the lights went uh, lights went off and then Goldberg was like, you know, I was waiting on you. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I, was like, I knew you'd be here, blah, 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 blah. And turned around and it was funny. Like, he speared the hell out the fiend. But the thing was, when he turned around, I thought the fiend was going to move out the way and he didn't. So, do I want to see the fiend lose his title? Question of the day. I don't. Unfortunately, though, I w- I don't know if I necessarily be 100% mad if he lost it to Goldberg if he was getting a rematch at WrestleMania because I feel like now this is a way you could have The Fiend or Bray Wyatt finally get his WrestleMania moment that he didn't get years ago with Randy Orton. So if you're going to lead, if that's going to lead to a WrestleMania moment for Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. The Fiend, uh, I'm down if you lose. Flawless. I like the segment, man. I loved how, you know, Goldberg's like, yeah, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, your ass is next. Even on the back of his shirt, it said, Fiend's next. Yeah. But I like how Bray Wyatt introduced his family and then Rambling Rabbit's like, dude, I love you. And then Wyatt has that big hammer, like, traitor. Like, you about to hit him. <laughs> just... But when he got one up on The Fiend, I thought The Fiend was going to get one up on Goldberg. But I got to say this, man, about Goldberg. Goldberg is, Goldberg, Go is, Goldberg is really over with the fans. And I don't know if WWE's going to listen to that because, you know, when he came out, I mean, they're all chanting Goldberg and he's just getting a big pop. So I'm not sure which way they're going. I wouldn't mind Goldberg winning and then losing to the Fiend at WrestleMania, but we already saw that with him and Lesnar because he lost the title to Lesnar at WrestleMania. But I could also see Fiend getting one over on him at SmackDown Super Show. So I'm not sure what will happen. It's interesting, and it's like a toss-up right now. Yeah, I see. Okay, so the way I'm, 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 I'm looking at it, and the way I want, at least the way I want to see it, is I want to see him beat Goldberg and add Goldberg to his wall. Like, you already have this wall of Kurt Angle, Mick Foley. You got Daniel Bryan. You got Seth Rollins. You got Kane. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like you need to continue to establish that, like, that the feet – you you need to continue to establish that the fiend is just this otherworldly entity that is just un unbeatable. Like yeah, Seth Rollins beat him, but that wasn't you know Seth Rollins beating him you know up you know just straight up. That was yeah. you know it was a hell in the cell, and the referee called the match, and that shouldn't have happened. So you know I I, I just I don't. Yeah, I agree in some way. Goldberg is okay with I'm okay with Goldberg winning the title. It's just I'm not okay with him winning it off the fiend. I'm I I I'd rather the fiend wins and you know Goldberg, you know, he just needs a rematch. He doesn't need to win the title again. You you go ahead and leave the title on the fiend. You have him beat Goldberg, and then you can start working towards elimination chamber, fast lane, and then WrestleMania. Uh and then go from there, but I, honestly, I, I don't want to see the Fiend lose this match. Franchise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I answered already. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't want to see him lose. I don't. But if you're going to have somebody take the title off the Fiend, Goldberg's not going to keep it for long. As long as they don't do Goldberg versus Reigns, like I said, if it goes back to Goldberg versus The Fiend, The Fiend's going to win it back. 
I'm okay with that. But I do I want to see him lose the title period? No. Unfortunately, the way WWE has treated Bray Wyatt, the history repeats itself, man. Unless they unless they pull a swerve and they keep the title on him, uh, I wouldn't really be shocked. And it's sad. I I'll wouldn't be this, shocked man, if they I take the mad. title off. I would love to see the Fiend in an elimination chamber. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that too. And then you know what the funny part is? And I don't know how they would do it. But I would just just for me, I would want the Bray Wyatt thing. I would want the the Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt. I would want him inside the cage and just him being in the cage, just being Bray Wyatt, you know, just being the goofy, you know, kind of guy. Yeah. Then when it gets closer to him getting ready to, to go into the ring. I want the lights to go out and then I want the lights to come back on and I want it to be the fiend. Like, I don't like, I, I know I'm, I just, I just put on some fantasy, you know, out there. I just kind of blew your mind with that, but I know that's not something they could probably do. And it worked because the timing, like that timing of him putting on the mask, the clothes and, and just How looking apart. How about that? would be a lot. Match. How about he's not in the pot, but he's in the match and the lights go out and he's not there. You know when they come back on, but then the lights go out again, and then he's there as the fiend. I I feel like that's what they will do. Yeah, I feel like yeah. they'll do that. Like that that may be something they would do if they decide to you know put him in the elimination chamber match. But um, I I don't know, man. It's just like I I think they could do something with it, man. I think something. I think him just being that character, you know, that's you know wants to be friendly with everybody, but watching everybody beat each other up and his, you know, his mannerisms and everything. I think there's something that could that could work if you know if they could do if they allowed him to do it. I'll say it like that. If they allowed him to do it, but of course, trying to figure out how you can get him to go from that sweater and pants to inside the onesie and the jacket and the mask and all that, and, and it's not too time consuming. So I do Unless agree. I think yeah, yeah, but then you got to hide the clothing. Like, you got to hide the sweater. You got to do something with that. But I, I think they could do something. You could probably hide that. That wouldn't be a problem. Uh, you could just pull that through the ring, you know, through the cage and throw it under the ring or something like that. But um, I do think what you said uh, they would probably do. Uh, my question is, would it be for the championship or is it for the number one contendership? I think number one contendership. Ah oh, man, so they saying you really won't go over to win. Well, no, I'm, I'm just saying. Man, uh, uh, all right, man. What's those? What's those ratings for this SmackDown, man? As that was the end of the SmackDown, SmackDown review. did a two point four this week. What about the same? Yeah. Mm, okay. All right, guys. So, Super Showdown is coming up next week. Uh. What are your thoughts, right, real quick? And I know we we spent more time on this than we were supposed to, but you know we're committed to this thing. What are your thoughts on a couple of matches? I want to run by you real quick, and I think we kind of know the answer to them, but I want to I want to just see where your head is at. Uh, of course, New Day versus Miz and Morrison, uh, and then of course the Fiend. Well, I know we won't talk about the Fiend and Goldberg. We kind of went into that. Uh, also the Book, uh, Corbin versus uh, Reigns. Uh, franchise, I'll go to you. Corbin and Reigns, where do you see this match, or how do you see this match possibly ending with what win? Mm. Uh, see, because Reigns mm-hmm. just picked up the win at the Rumble. I don't see, I, I don't see Reigns picking up enough. 
I don't see this being the end, man. <laughs> I see Corbin, man, somehow, some way, man, getting the victory, uh, leading to another match. And unfortunately, man, I, I, I don't want it to be a dog collar match. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I see it going past uh, this steel cage match. I think that Reigns is going to end up taking the L in this one. Some way, somehow. Don't know how, but I got to feel. I see Reigns winning. But I could also see Rude and Ziggler coming down and costing the Reigns the match and have uh. Corbin get the victory. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last one. So with the New Day versus Miz and Morrison, uh, we talked about how them coming back has kind of given SmackDown a little bit of resurgence in the tag team division. Uh, we pretty much all been saying they're going to win the title at Super Showdown. I'm starting to think maybe not. I'm thinking maybe the New Day will come out victorious, but then they'll set it up them winning it uh, either on SmackDown or the next pay-per-view. Uh, Flawless, what are your thoughts on that? Do you see them winning it or do you see them getting it the next pay-per-view? I see – I could see them winning it um, at Super Showdown. Right. Or I could see New Day returning. Or I could see a fatal four-way ladder match at WrestleMania for the tag team titles. And that's where Miz and Morrison win. Uh, mm, little foreshadowing. Okay. Franchise. Uh, I don't see the Miz and Morrison winning. Not 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 yet. Not yet. I, I don't okay. see that well, well, we get the super showdown uh next Thursday on uh I'm sorry, this Thursday coming up. Um 12 noon. So, you know, while you're at work on lunch, you know, tune in and watch it or <laughs> do like most of us, wait till it goes off and then we'll just fast forward to what we don't want to watch. Uh, other than that, guys, uh, I've got nothing else for the SmackDown review. Uh, any final thoughts? <laughs> Not no, a sir. No, sir. Not a word. All right, man. Well, that's it, man. Uh, it's your boy, Two Code. It's the flawless one. It's the franchise. Uh, we'll see y'all in a few minutes, man. Well, I mean, you know, uh, right into Raw. I think we got enough to make this its own show. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just cut. Yeah, just cut all down that last little part. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, all right I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hit y'all back in like thirty seconds.